0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone. I am Sam Yates, and the information floodgates are open. We're pleased to welcome back to the studio today Jeffrey Smith, I think the last time I was in your studio, uh, you may have been working. Uh, at that time, you were working on a clay with the clay, and I believe it may have been the Florida Panther. But uh, you have touched so many different species. Is there any one that just jumps out as your as your favorite?
1: Um, <laughs> that's a tough question. You know, which which of your children do you love the most? (laughs) It's tough. Um, I, I love a challenge. I love to learn. I, I, I love to educate people and, you know, help them, you know, understand what I think is important about an animal or an environment. And so it, it varies the, as you the Florida panther, Um, that's a a species in Florida that's in, in peril due to, you know, our increased population and, and, you know, mostly uh, traffic from cars, um, you know, but to get people to learn more about the panther and is, um, you know, very important to me that project. I was working on a whole group of panthers life and a half scale, um, fabulous project and, uh, it was a private commission, and uh, but I'm hoping to to place some of those pieces in uh, public areas where we can get more um, interaction and awareness for the Panther.
0: Now, I know that you've got, I'll come back to a, a couple more, but back at the beginning of the program, I had referenced that uh, you had received some recognition, and, and uh, I'm going to Pull up the, the news release here, the media release, and read a little bit from it. Uh, it's from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. Let me uh see if I can get the, the correct wording on it. Nature's favorite artist, Jeffrey C. Smith, a renowned leader in the world of sculpture, has been honored for the second time by Florida's Fish and Wildlife Foundation. Excellence in capturing the beauty of Florida's wildlife and an appreciation for outstanding artistic contributions to Florida's wildlife resources. He is an active, outspoken advocate for environmental protection and conservation. His passion for preserving the natural world is deeply ingrained in his artistic journey. As you were quoted, I harness my experiences in nature to create art that serves as a bridge connecting beauty of the natural world with our need to conserve and protect it. And I think that really is a, a good reflection of the foundation that you have started.
1: Yes, Now, well, thank you. That was all beautiful. <laughs> um, the um, Fish and Wildlife Foundation, we've um, for years, they've um, used my sculptures um, for uh, awards, thank you gifts for people. Um, different, you know, over the, the last 20 something years, uh, we've done a lot to help them and, and help them raise money. Uh, and they're a, a wonderful organization as far as trying to, uh, protect the, the environment, uh, and, and us and our interaction. I mean, Florida is a sport fishing capital of the world, not just sailfish, but you know everything. And, um, so I've been, yeah, was, I think 2006, um, they gave me an award. Uh, and then at that time, they made me their official sculptor. I don't know what that means, but that's they, they gave me that title. <laughs> so uh, that was nice. And uh, this this award, the other, uh, was, I guess a few weeks ago now, uh, very, uh, very kind of them. It kind of came out of the blue. And uh, so I was, you know, humbled and honored. And, and uh, that was a nice thing.
0: Your, your sculpture isn't just limited to animals there's a little uh, bit of uh flora mixed in there as well and one that comes to mind is the the lotus and I I it, it's beautiful I I'm also enthralled by the lotus and that um, that particular flower goes back uh, as a favorite for centuries but the lotus sculpture that you did ended up at the Vatican Tell us that story.
1: Well, it'll be a short story. Um, I've done a number of lotus flowers that were in um, fountains, um, mostly down in Palm Beach. uh, And then also um, as a a beautiful sculpture, the entrance to um, uh, Martin Memorial, which is now Cleveland Clinic out at Traditions. When you come straight in. Uh, right behind the entrance there, I think it's about eight feet long, eight nine feet long, and, and I've got all that to lit up. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but with those those flowers, we I made all all different. And and the, how I got into the lotus was interesting. Um, is I'm a an opportunistic omnivore. When I'm out, I might be out looking for one thing and we come across something else kind of the serendipity of it and it's like and then we dive into it and so I was out I, uh, I don't have it anymore but I used to have a little airboat and we were out on Lake Okeechobee and I saw these beautiful flowers and I you know I hate to admit I didn't know what they were so you know I I think back then it was probably I'm sure it was pre uh, pre cell phone era so I think we probably um uh, Snipped a couple off and I brought a bouquet of these beautiful flowers home to my wife. (laughs) And then, you know, we look it all up and it's the lotus. And, you know, I learned all about the lotus flower. And so then, you know, I may have been the same trip, may have been a different trip. I went out, I photographed them and then we did drawings. And then I'm not sure how exactly the, uh, uh, what, what started the very first sculpture, but um, I ended up making these sculptures and, and they, were, they were quite popular. Uh, that's the origin of, of the Lotus and the sim- symbolism of you know, the peace and tranquility and all the things that uh, of coming, the Lotus rises out of the swamp, you know, it kind of uh, the darkness into, into light and they, they open up every day and then close at night, which is very, very interesting. They don't last very long as a bouquet of flowers in your house. (laughs) All the the petals fall off. Uh, But we did, this is going to be the short part. We did a number of of sculptures for the State Department. But um, I was, uh, it was, I had kind of strict orders that I wasn't to talk about anything. And um, they would, I did, I did, I think three different sculpt individual sculptures that they some eagles and and, and then um, we used different in, uh, pieces that I had that were existing, uh, but they were diplomatic gifts that the president would give you know to other uh, you know presidents of other countries and things, um, but it was always a need to know basis and they didn't feel I needed to know and I didn't want to rock the boat the The only one, uh, and it was a huge honor to to get this. You know, this is, this is really exciting. Uh, they, then the only one we got advance notice on was the gift going to the Pope, and that's where the they they picked the lo- this lotus big lotus bouquet beautiful beautiful sculpture, um, and the uh, again I was you know we had all kinds of TV crews here the next day at the studio that I could not speak to at all because they had asked me not to. Um, my first actual confirmation that it was was given to them, that it actually went through, was um, my, um, my wife's ex-husband calls about six in the morning. He's like, Jeffrey, turn the TV on now. You won't believe it. And bam, we turned it on, and it was worldwide news. Uh, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was crazy, and then, um, you know, the whole media frenzy over it with, you know, like hometown boy, you know, you know, blah blah blah. You know, it was wonderful, and um, it was great. Then uh, Eve Samples was working for uh, was it TC Palm, the newspaper? Yes. Back when people read the newspaper, you know. So, and you know, she wrote she wrote the most beautiful article, and and that was uh, that she she said a funny thing just happened, you know, with the the president giving this gift to the pope that art transcends politics because no longer were people. You know all the controversy with with uh, President Trump. There was no Trump bashing. There was no. It, it all ended. Everybody was like, "Wow, Jeffrey, this is fabulous," and and um, it, it was it was true. It was, and she was the one that pointed it out. And it was you know that was a, a wonderful thing to realize that art can rise above all the uh, other people's problems, the hate and whatever that's out there. And uh, it was very cool, and and even many of our people we had, I had friends in different countries that some of them were were uh, very anti-Trump, and they were the ones who were the most proud of me. And it was fat, you know. They called and congratulated, and, and, uh, and so it was um, it was uh, wonderful. I, w- I wish I could speak more open about it, but you know, I, a deal's a deal, you know.
0: <laughs> understand? I understand? Yeah. You know, you do work with the models. What happens to the models, the, uh, the modelette and other items? Do you keep those or are those uh, in a vault somewhere because they're so precious? I would, I would imagine they're quite precious.
1: Well, th- during the molding process, they get beat up pretty bad and cut up and all that. Um, the clay I work with is, is called plastiline. It's an oil-based clay it never really dries out. And so you, you, it's, it's heat sensitive. So what I'm working in is never a finished product. It, it has to be molded. That's what it's, it's specifically, you know, designed to be molded. Um, so what I, um, uh, what I do is I get, once they're molded, I get them back. They're beat up really bad. Um, but you know, I could sometimes clean them up a little bit. Um, but, uh, And then a lot of them we recycle because with COVID, the the clay companies have had issues and costs have gone up. And it's you know I've got this big project I was looking to order a thousand pounds of clay here a year and a half ago or so, and I could not get it. So I was like, what things can I? How do I find a thousand pounds of clay around the studio? And you know, and then eventually I was able to get a few hundred pounds and get some go back, and we were able to make things work. Um, but I, I like having seeing the old pieces. Um, I can get in trouble with them sometimes because uh, <laughs> I was doing a news report uh, with the local TV here with Megan McRoberts. And she would, we um, behind the studio, we have a preserve area that I've completely rewild. And uh, the manatees were in, Eating the salt marsh cordgrass that we planted, we planted over four hundred different native species back in there, and uh, did a huge effort. And uh, this, you know, I think it was two years ago when the manatees were do- starving and dying, and so they would come up and 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 actually get up on the bank and start eating the, the cordgrass. And so I was really proud of this, and and somehow we ended up. There was a, a news story about it. And I was in the studio and I picked up one of my old clay sculptures that had been molded and it got beat up. And so the, the, the face of this manatee was 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 crushed. And so I, I didn't realize the camera, camera was rolling. And I said, oh, here's a sculpture of a, the rare flat-nosed manatee. <laughs> well, they put that on the news. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs>
0: That is funny. That's hilarious.
1: And on on another occasion, so different, with COVID, my foundry of 40 years went out of business. Um, All the headwinds of COVID and, and you know, it just didn't work. And so they were shutting down and it was the middle of winter, the foundry's up in Bozeman, Montana. And I couldn't hire anybody. So I ended up flying to Bozeman, did my first Uber, got an Uber to the U Haul place, got this great big U Haul truck, and then spent two days at the foundry loading molds into the truck. And um, then I made the 500 plus mile drive down to Colorado. And I had over 600 molds there. I mean, a whole lifetime. Work, and I I left. You know, ninety percent of them there. I just got a handful, less than a hundred molds, uh, and one of the molds, uh, a, a couple of, of different molds that we tried to save, like they were like a, a roseate spoonbill. We got half of one roseate spoonbill mold and half of another roseate spoonbill mold. Well, those don't do me any good. <laughs> and then I had a beautiful. Um, florida panther in a tree tree that was a lamp and i only got half of that mold Um, and so there's no more of them but it turned out i had the clay from that and it was beat up really bad and so i have it in my studio now and i'm reworking it it's going to be a different sculpture so the first mold there were two made and that was the end of that they were sold and now i'm reworking it so thank god i had that 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 clay and you know save me some time uh but that'll be a beautiful sculpture and and uh we'll be be able to move forward
0: fascinating fascinating i i have to say that uh, you and i could sit here and uh, go on for hours uh but uh, time being as it is my most important question of this entire interview is can you come back for another episode
1: Absolutely. Yes, that's the most important. (laughs) Um, Well, I, yes, that would would be be wonderful. And like you you mentioned before, we've known each other for years. And, and although this is the Florida Business Forum, um, you know, art kind of is at the opposite end of the bell curve from, you know, it's about thought and emotion versus um, profits and production and everything. But you know they sometimes get blended together, and and um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But uh, um, I I love what I do, and I'm I'm very grateful and and uh, humble that you would uh, think to have me on your show, and uh, I'd be happy to come back. and And I know we it's hard to we have so many topics to discuss. You know, it's hard to to hit them all. That's for sure.
0: Well, I'm going to do my best to narrow it down for a couple and have you back in the future, because I, I really think that what you do and how you have done it and what you have done with your life makes a difference. Uh, every every piece of art that I see that you have touched makes a difference. So I want to personally thank you for doing what you do.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. It's um. To, to me, it comes natural. And I don't know if we have time for one more little yes. as far as touching people or things. Yes. Um, last year on January 7th, a right whale was spotted off of Hope Sound, farther south than their normal um, uh, wintering grounds. And I can tell you on January 7th, I did not know hardly a thing about Northern right whales. Um, but my, uh, my son was on the beach and he's like, dad, there's a whale right off the beach, you know, come on down. And so I grabbed my drone and my camera and uh, went down to Hope Sound. And I filmed and photographed this, this uh, whale it was a, um, it was a female uh, Northern right whale with a calf and through my photographs, Fish and Wildlife and the, um, it's at the museum in um no, it's oh, it's it I yeah, it's in it. In the, but no the um, uh, one of the um, whale outfits up in Boston, they identified the, um, the 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 whale as pilgrim. And so from my photographs. And then we filmed filmed a boat going too close to it and all this stuff. And I kept my drone way, way back because I knew with the humpback whales you need to stay back 500 feet. The rule with with the right whales is 500 yards. Um, So I may have uh, been a little close on that, but I was still way, way back. And um, anyway, long story short, we created a beautiful sculpture uh, of the Pilgrim and calf, and we've used it to raise uh, a great deal of money that that's going to help protect the whales. Uh, and you know, it's just something that I didn't know much about the day before, and now we're you know learning the plight and 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 what's going on with these uh, whales. It's fascinating.
0: You are amazing. You're absolutely amazing, and, and we look forward to having you come back uh, on our program here and. A little birdie has told me, and I'm not going to go into great detail on it, but a little birdie has told me that there could be a tortoise in the future coming to, well, let's let's say there, there could be a tortoise in the future. And I won't go into any details on it other than to say, for all of our people listening right now, you'll have to stay tuned. Jeffrey, thank you for being here on the program. And we look forward to having you back in the future. All right,
1: Sam, thank you very much. You have a great day. Be well, be loved. And for all your listeners, be well and be loved.
0: I love that too. And I am Sam Yates, your host for the Florida Business Forum. Have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, the Florida Business Forum is now accepting guest applications. Have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business.